Hey everyone, my name is Nikki. And I'm Jenny. And this is The Elements of Money, a podcast for young people interested in making, saving, borrowing, and spending money. Today we're going to show you how to build a good credit history early in your life. So whether you're a credit novice or a financial expert, this is the place to be. If you've never applied for a loan, you may not even realize how important it is to have a good credit history. Your credit history is the key to making it on your own. Whether you want to get a car loan or rent an apartment, or apply for a job or get a credit card, the difference between a bad credit history and a good one can have a huge impact on your life. You see, not everyone who applies for a loan can get one. Especially in today's economy, more and more lenders are saying no to people trying to borrow money. It's especially brutal for young people trying to get their first loan. Lenders decide whether or not to approve loan applications based on a number of factors, the most important being your credit score. Lenders use credit scores to give them an idea of how responsible you may be as a borrower. Your credit score depends on your credit history. For example, a good history means that you paid all your bills on time and will help you earn a high credit score. But if you have no credit history, like most young people, lenders won't know whether they can trust you to pay the loan back. They may charge you higher interest rates, or they just won't give you a loan. So you see, it makes sense to build a good credit history, because you will need to get a loan someday. Seriously, how many people have enough money saved up to pay cash for a car? Now, at this point, you may be asking yourself, how can I get a good credit history if lenders don't know I'm trustworthy enough to get a loan? Sort of like, you know, which came first, the chicken or the egg? Exactly, but unlike our friend the chicken, we actually have an answer to this one. You see, there are ways to build good credit history. One thing you can do is ask your parents to add you as an authorized user to their credit card account. This could help you develop responsibility and learn more about handling debts. This could also help your parents monitor your spending activities. If your parents agree to this, remember that there's a lot at stake. Not only is your credit history being tested, but theirs is too. Use this opportunity wisely. Talk to your parents before making any purchases and only buy things that you need. But most importantly, don't buy anything you can't pay off at the end of the month. Remember, the reason to carry a credit card at this time in your life is to establish a positive credit history, not to buy everything you see. Now, if your parents won't add you to their credit card, don't get all bitter toward them. Yeah, this is a huge step, and they may have many reasons for their decision. Remember, it's their credit card, and they can do anything they want with it. So deal with it. <laughs> wow, that was harsh. Tough love, Jenny. Tough love. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on your age, another option is to apply for your own low-balance credit card. You know, with something like a $250 credit limit. A low credit limit is good when you're just starting out. This will help you keep from spending too much too soon. Now, if you're under 18, you'll probably still need your parents' permission, but the card will be under your name. Because of your age and limited credit history, you may find that it's not real easy to get your first credit card. Now, here's something really important to remember. When you're looking for a credit card, don't jump at the first offer you see, even if it's the only offer you get. Yeah, some credit card companies try to rip off young people with really high rates sometimes as high as 30% APR. Think about that. For every dollar you spend, you'll have to pay 30 cents on interest. That's like throwing money away. Instead, check out your credit union first and see what they have to offer. Credit unions are way more affordable than most credit card issuers. And like we said before, when you do get your first credit card, don't be afraid to use it, but just be sure to follow these three simple rules. 
First, only buy things you need, not random stuff you want. Better yet, use your card only in the case of an emergency. And when we say emergency, we don't mean treating all your friends to dinner just because you have a credit card. Or front row tickets to a concert. A financial emergency is something more like buying last-minute school supplies or fixing your car if it breaks down. The second rule is don't spend more money than you can afford to pay back at the end of the month. This is important because if you get a credit card with a grace period, you'll have a set amount of days to pay off your balance before you're charged interest. This will help you save money, potentially a lot of money. The third rule is to make your payments on time. One of the most important parts of your credit history is your payment history. If you're constantly late, lenders will see you as a risk. And they won't want to lend you money, which defeats the purpose of getting your credit card in the first place. If you find that you're having a hard time paying your credit card balance off all the time, you might not be handling your finances very well. To avoid this situation, you should have a steady job or other means of income before applying for a credit card. And don't apply for several credit cards either. You might be tempted to spend more than you can afford to pay. There's just one more piece of advice that we have about building positive credit history. Relax. It takes time to build credit. Yeah, this isn't something that happens overnight. And it doesn't end when you finally get your first loan. Building a positive credit history is a lifelong task. If you get in the habit of paying your bills on time when you're young, you'll do a better job of handling your finances when you're older. That'll make the difference between just getting by in life and really taking charge of your finances. And that's what we're all about, helping you take charge of your financial future. You know what? This sounds like a great way to end this podcast. I think we covered everything. Cool. Well, if you have a topic you'd like us to talk about in the future, email us at feedback at elementspodcast.com. For Elements, this is Nikki. And Jenny. Saying goodbye. Goodbye. The Elements of Money podcast is designed for information only and is not intended as professional financial advice. Listeners are encouraged to check and confirm the information with professional sources. Information you have heard in this podcast is the opinion of its authors and not necessarily the opinion of your credit union. The Elements podcast is copyright 2009 by Subcat Inc. All rights reserved. No part of this podcast may be reproduced or transcribed without prior written permission of Subcat Inc.